Welcome in to Super Dope Plus Ultra. My name is Kyle. Thank you for checking this out. With me today is... Beds. And... Kelly. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, quarantine edition. We're kind of getting the hang of this. This is the first time we've done a, a social distancing episode where uh, there's three of us who are communicating remotely. Nice. Um, I'm not settling for no Zoom audio conference because... We don't you. want dicks on our screens. Yeah, that's part of it. I don't want to get dick bombed. <laughs> I don't want to get um, bombed with like uh, Nazi propaganda stuff, like Hitler speeches, because that's been happening. Um, what? We use Zoom for work all the time. What are you talking about? So the problem with Zoom is, especially with so many people using it all of a sudden, a lot of people just keep their meetings as a public, like open meeting that pretty much anybody can join if they find it. So people unknowingly set up their work meetings or meetings with their friends or whatever. And people will just, you know, act not accidentally purposely seek out these meetings, join them and like, you know, have some porno sounds play in the background oh or a Hitler speech or, you know, real family fun stuff like that. Oh my um, God. Just trying to catch up with grandma. But even more than the dick bombing, uh, the dick bombing, I hope that catches on even more than the dick bombing. I, uh, I heard that in terms of like your employer being able to see what you do on your computer while you're in a Zoom. So like say you're on a video conference and it takes up half of your screen and the other half you're like browsing an internet uh, browser or um, working on a spreadsheet or whatever. Your, uh, your activity is reported to Zoom and then they send it to your employer or your employer has the option to check it out afterwards. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know most bosses, bosses I've had in the past uh, would 150 fucking percent uh, look at that activity at the conclusion of a meeting to see who was fucking around and who wasn't. So tread lightly with Zoom. That's the moral of the story. All right. We're using Skype today. That's, that was a yeah. long way to say that. <laughs> uh, we're talking the season finale, uh, season four of My Hero Academia, episode 88 simply called his start and what a start it was that's for sure i really liked this episode i thought it was really yeah, good. me too very satisfying wrap to the season um, yeah and i don't know i liked how the gentle criminal arc wrapped up i liked how it was paced i thought it got just enough time i thought it got the time it needed i feel like they could again i feel like they could have given more time to the overhaul arc i wish they would have um but yeah me too all that, all those things considered, the pacing has been sort of an issue for me, and I was a little worried about starting a fight at the end of the season. That seems like it's going to be a really important fight, and I'm like, oh boy, how is this only going to be, you know, oh, a half episode, two, one and a half, two episode incident? Like, kind of want this to be uh, a little bit longer, but normally is what I would say. But I think they nailed it with this two episode, uh, you know, two parter for all intents and purposes. Um, I know that everybody I've talked with on this show pretty much across the board hates Endeavor. Um, do you guys feel any differently about him after the last uh, couple of episodes? Feds, you can start. Well, I've always been kind of like indifferent about Endeavor. Like, yeah, he was an asshole to his kids and shit like that. But at the end of the day, he still wants the same thing as every other hero wants, is peace and everything like that. But the, over the last two episodes, uh, his... His uh, arc has been really good. Like he's trying trying to get into the good graces of everybody. Like you even saw in the last episode with him trying to be nice to that little kid, even though the little kid was like, "You're supposed to be an asshole. Why? Why yeah. you do that? You softened <laughs> up. What are you doing?" Right. But yeah, over the last two episodes, I've come, I've kind of come around on Endeavor. Like, not only is he like wicked powerful and stuff like that, but he's actually trying to not be an asshole anymore which is pretty cool trying to step so. up in the moment to become i mean so much of what right. endeavors talked about over the last two episodes or what they've alluded to has been we have no symbol and what does that symbol right. look like and how does it take on how does endeavor take on the shape of a symbol of peace uh within his own ability and his own virtues and his own attitude or whatever because obviously he's not going to be smiling through everything like all might was that's uh, just mm -hmm. a given uh kelly you have different feelings on endeavor now or um, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say I have different feelings on Endeavor. I always, I never disliked him, um, because I feel like he was a very realistic character. 
I feel like heroes are oftentimes portrayed in shows as being like really great all around. And I liked that he was like a kind of shitty dad and like an abusive husband. And those things are real aspects that people have. Yeah. Um, Flushes out the character a little bit more, makes yeah. him three dimensional. Right. So I never like hated him. Um, I do like that he's trying to be better. And I think it kind of stems from Shoto really just being a great hero and being like, fuck you, dad. Yeah. Um, and maybe now that he really is the number one hero, he like realizes he has to be like a better person all around. I don't know. I liked this episode and I liked his character growth, but I never disliked him. So I wouldn't say that I like him more now. So coming out of last week's episode, they do have the opportunity here to just go 100% action-based for Endeavor mm-hmm. and just have his uh, his first like major statement to the public and fighting this all-new high-end Nomu. Is that what they call it? Um, yeah. They uh, could have gone 100% action and just have him dole out a crazy ass-whooping and have it be this big, brutal event like it was. And it would have been okay, but they do take the opportunity for him to not only have it be a statement of his number one status to the public, but an opportunity for him to uh, actually, or um, an opportunity for him to um, burn away his past person, uh, both metaphorically and literally. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. not literally in a person, but in Nobu at the end of the episode, but the way they tie in uh, his wife in the hospital and his kids, it's done really well. Uh, given the action cliffhanger that they give you at the end of 87, um, I didn't expect to start uh, the cold open on, on of this episode in the hospital with the wife who's seemingly doing much better and the two older uh, Todoroki kids, uh, Natsu and Fuyumi, is that her name? Um, I think so. I didn't expect to see those two, uh, and just like that scene in general, start this episode off. It could have just thrown us in the action and that would have been fine, but I'm glad they broke it out for us uh, and gave us the opportunity to kind of see Endeavor from a different perspective. Because like his, his kids sound like the majority of the Boku no Hero Academia fan base, and that um, they just shit all over him. Um, uh, Natsu's like... I'm not going to forget what happened. It was approximately, you know, 10 years ago at this point. They show a flashback of a little abused Shoto. <sighs> Talk about a heartbreaker on that. Um, you guys did point out something interesting in the pre-show um, when we get together and kind of talk the show through for the Patreon audience, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. You guys pointed this out. You you saw something uh it's a popular fan theory. Um, I don't know who wants to take the lead on it. Kelly, I think you pointed it out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I did. It doesn't really matter. But uh, in the flashback, they were talking about how Endeavor was basically a stranger to them. And it flashes back to three Todoroki children. And one of them we have not seen. And it's uh, a fully redhead boy. Seems like younger than the other two that were at the hospital. It's not Shoto like a third son and there's a a theory online that that's possibly um it's dobby right that's how you say it dobby that it's possibly dobby the villain i hope so that's not ever confirmed or anything but it's a theory online if it was dabby that'd be the worst effing name in the world yeah totally dobby but good catch because in watching that scene i mean i guess i saw a kid with some red hair but I guess I didn't notice that there wasn't um, the other half of his head was, you know, with white hair. So I didn't catch that, but good call. Um, I want to go check it out again. There's there's a few things that I, I kind of want to check out in terms of past episodes that this episode has kind of made me go, hmm, about um, some of the early Shoto Todoroki stuff. I'd like to go back and rewatch some flashbacks. Um, whatever. Point here is they give us those flashbacks um, of poor little abused Shoto and we're sad for him, but also we're angry at Endeavor again. And we kind of understand where Natsu's coming from. Fiyumi, the the girl, I think she may be the eldest of the siblings. That's kind of what I gathered, I right? I think she is. Yeah, I think she yeah. is too. She seems to be the more calm, cool, and collected of the two of them. Um, and the mother seems to be doing much better and uh, – as Natsu's freaking out about Endeavor, 
when she doesn't react to it, Natsu's like, yo, what the fuck? You should be as upset as I am. And she says that Endeavor tries to visit her at the hospital pretty regularly. And uh, he brings her these flowers that he mentioned or she mentioned to him one time when they first like met some type of flower that she really liked. And every time he tries to visit her, he brings her these flowers, but she never chooses to see him. The doctors don't think it's a good idea that they see each other, but he still continues to visit and he brings those flowers every time. So I guess in a way, even though she's still not to the point where she's comfortable in seeing him, that's sort of like her way to start the forgiveness process for him is acknowledging that, you know, he's at least trying to come make things right with me. He's Mm -hmm. adamant that he's going to at one point be able to get to see me and speak with me. He's been doing it, you know, periodically over the course of the last 10 years. Um, That kind of made me feel different about Endeavor as a, much of a dickhead as he was and like his whole approach to trying to craft the superhero or the perfect superhero. And we'll get to that more in a a little bit, but um, as like flawed and as fucked up as he is in those perspectives, I think he's aware that he's flawed and fucked up in those perspectives (laughs) and he's going out of his way to, uh, I don't know if atones even possibility, but at least own up to it. Anybody got anything after that or, no. So they do a nice job at like seeding it for us to, um, I don't know. I guess you could kind of go one way or the other. Like I said, I, I kind of just hated Endeavor because of the beginning of this episode. And you could go into that Nomu fight being like, yeah, get your ass whooped, Endeavor. I don't even care. But I went in with the opposite perspective. I was like, yeah, Endeavor, whoop some ass. I do care. Same. Polar mm-hmm. opposite. Um, yeah, I was like, have your moment, Endeavor. Does the Nomu voice freak either of you out as much as it freaks me out, Kelly? I don't like that he, it talked. I thought that was really weird. Um, it's teeth. You know when it does that smile and it has all those weird piano yeah, teeth? Yeah, it's freaky. I did not it's like Scarecrow like from Batman and shit. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it looked like uh, the teeth of a zipper or something, but like very yeah, far apart. Mm-hmm. Very unsettling. And like... Yeah. The way like that, like it's a really deep voice, but it's got that weird effect on it, but it also stutters throughout. It's so fucking unsettling. Yeah. I'm going to have a nightmare about that new mood tonight. Quarantine's got me it's having dead. all sorts of fucked up nightmares. It's the worst. Y'all having any fun nightmares? I'm not having any quarantine nightmares, bro. Oh, that's right, because you're still out and about every goddamn day. You essential. Yeah, uh, I'm essential. Yeah, unfortunately. I almost just gave Me you a... Me too, I'm essential. I almost just gave you both Nelson hands, but then I was like, oh, no. Hey, man, I save lives, all right? I'm just saying, it's scary out there, bro. Um, what do you do, actually? I don't even know what you do. I'm, I'm an IV technician. I make IV bags for sick patients who get home care. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. See? Wow. That shit's essential. That is essential. I don't mm-hmm. I work at a law office. <laughs> the law's essential. It's all we got holding us together. Except, you know, yeah. you're the fucking president. I mean, um anyway, did you guys know that Endeavor can't fly? No. Because yeah, he's like just not falling, I he said, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's like floating? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I think it's the same kind of idea of like the repulsor technology in Tony Stark's boots or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess guess that kind of has like the ability to to like fully make him, well, maybe it's a bad example. I don't know. All right, not in the boots then, just in the gloves. (laughs) Just that kind of repulsor (laughs) power to keep him uh, propelled in the air. Like I said, the voice that that new Nomu has is scary. And, like, the second I started hearing him talk, I was like, yo, Endeavor, stop fucking around. Fuck this thing up. He does do a good job not fucking around, all right? And he does think it's going to be an opportunity for him to make a statement. And maybe it's going to be similar similar to, like, uh, the Camino incident uh, with that Nomu. And he, he fucked that one up pretty good. So he, he kind of just busts out the flash fire, fi- flash fire fist. Hell spider. Hell spider. Oh, my God. Hell spider. What? Flash fire fist. Hell spider. And he uses it twice, but the second time he uses it, he, like, brings down a building with him, right? 
Yeah, it looked like he like floated around the building like a little disc puck thing. I don't know. It looked weird. It did look and he, like very cut the strange. building in half. I got to say the, the second time he uses that move, the hell spider move, it really confused me cuz I was like, yo, that's a considerable amount of damage to that building and like Hawks' feathers like start catching huge blocks that might fall and hit people and that's when he lands on the roof and you learn that his feathers can be destroyed, I guess, and not come back. Like Yeah. Does that mean there's like a limit on how much Hawks can be a hero? Like, does he just always get his feathers back? I think they regenerate, but it probably takes them a long time long to time. regenerate. Yeah. So you know what I mean? He's probably like part bird. Yeah. Yeah. Hawks, Hawks' power was pretty cool because he like sensed. He sat there and like sensed all the people's like vibrations and their breathing mm-hmm. and sent a feather out to each one of them. That so was, like, does I thought he, that was pretty cool. Does he sense it or does he command his feathers to sense it? It seemed more like he was commanding his feathers. Cause yeah, because he was like anyways. feel all the vibrations. Yeah, the yeah. way they yeah. talk the about the rustling of clothes and all that good stuff. Yeah, fierce wings, tough, supple feathers um, that he can control. Yeah, that's that's kind of just that's what they give us at the most. The idea of him. Did you guys see the point where he turned one of his feathers into like a really big sword? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was gonna like chop the Nomu's head off with it or something. So they're tough. But supple. <laughs> but if you can control it to turn it into a sword, does that make and it like sharp like a sword, or is it just like I a sword-shaped so. feather? I think it's just a sword-shaped feather. But like <laughs> these feathers are apparently strong enough to lift full-grown human beings too. So I don't know. Like yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. I can just see a scenario in which he's like, "Endeavor, don't worry, I got you back." And he just like runs up and tries to tickle. <laughs> Tickle the Nomu with his feather sword. <laughs> Don't worry. Gucci, gucci, goo. Yeah, rest for a second. I'm going to tickle the piss out of this boy. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So now that we've talked a weird amount about Hawks' feathers, um, one thing that the Nomu did that I didn't really get a full beat on, and I don't know if even the heroes did, um, as he's, I mean, obviously the it's kind of revealed through the first few parts of the fight that Nomu can learn and can adapt, and he's like starting to strategize throughout the course of the fight and how, but because like a couple of other heroes show up to kind of help with like I don't know damage control kind of stuff. I don't know who those heroes were, but Me either. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, at the point where they show up and they start having an impact and trying to help Endeavor fight the Nomu. Um, he splits off a bunch of other Nomu. And basically the question is, uh, Endeavor poses, I guess, you know, internally, um, did he store additional Nomu within himself or is it like a split form quirk like Tian Shinhan in Dragon Ball where he makes like mm-hmm. four different copies of himself and, yeah. you know, each has got like a quarter. I don't think that would be the quarter of the power thing. Otherwise, Endeavor would have blasted the piss out of yeah exactly yeah so maybe not that piece of it but is he storing is he like a no move vessel that's what it seemed like in my opinion because they seemed like the weaker type of nomu right they were the white ones that endeavor could burn easily and they didn't Mm -hmm. speak and uh yeah i don't know if we saw any of them in like a bunch of action to the point where we got specifics on their quirks but yeah i don't know um yeah, maybe these new high-end Nomus are like star destroyers of Nomus. Maybe. In that they held, so, then that they hold smaller Nomus or less powerful Nomus. Maybe star destroyer is the wrong euphemism. I'm done. All right. Anyways, what you got, Feds? It seemed like it was like a lesser powerful version of Twice's quirk, not necessarily in the form of they can like they like disappear after they take too much damage. Cause it looks like they were just like continually getting their asses whipped no matter what. But mm. that's what it seems like to me. It's, it's like they borrowed twice as quirk to kind of like help the Nomu out with being able to split off into different things like that. Maybe. I don't know. I still I like the know. idea of like this high end Nomu can like bring five lower end Nomus with him to go fuck up a city if he wanted. 
Yeah. Just like completely ambush. I mean, because that's really all you need to go fuck up a city, right? Is five no moves. Yeah, entities. nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays, these cities can't stand shit in terms of no mood destruction. Got to build with more concrete. Concrete's good for the environment. Anyway, so when they split off from the main Nomu, the high-end Nomu, um, that's when Endeavor has like his uh, little kind of a flashback, I guess. I don't know if it's even that. Um, I would say more an inner monologue kind of thing. Way better way to say it. Because um, at this point, he starts to overheat, and he's mm-hmm. aware of it. And he's like, oh, no, I can't look bad. And he has a flashback to the, the speech he made. I guess earlier in the day, right? Um, about just watch me. And who boy, I watched him with yeah. both of my eyes. When he said that last week, I literally wanted to run through the wall. I was like so pumped up. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. I just wanted to run through a wall. That actually that that screenshot is the I don't typically use like podcast art. But every once in a while, if I really like something for an episode, I'll I'll use it as podcast art, and that's exactly what I used was nice. that just watch me close up on his face. So he has that little flashback, and he says that was the reason, and then he says that was the reason, and there's a flashback of like his kids, and then he says that was the reason, and there's just a flashback of you know now teenage Shoto, um, using his fire and ice quirk and it's like oh that was the reason because that's the reason you wanted to have a kid with an ice quirk so that way you wouldn't overheat i get it but then i was like no that was the reason that you're like just watch me because i'm the number one hero i believe that i have to put on an example for my son so that he can carry on in my footsteps being the number one hero can't let him feel like it's cheaply earned to follow his dad into the number one hero status i have to go Beyond plus ultra, even though I hate that school motto, I just—I don't know. It's like such a quick little um, touch, I guess. It's like really nothing, little mention, but without it there, that moment feels so much less impactful. Um, so he goes to hit him with another prominence burn, and the Nomu rips his head off. Right. And fucking chucks it. Like this no move. Like a volleyball. This no move has got some ingenuity. Uh, it's got some got some tactics. I guess if I could rip my head off my body and throw it at somebody else in a fight, I'd probably and regenerate the rest of my body. Yeah, I would I'd probably do it all the time. Like in Mortal Kombat two and three, if I play Liu Kang it's pretty much a guarantee that I'm starting off each fight with a bicycle kick because you just hold A for like four seconds and then you know it'd be the same thing if I could rip my head off I would just rip my head off throw it at somebody regenerate my body right away first move every fight every time I don't know how y'all feel about that but my mind's made up (laughs) (laughs) Um, whatever the head comes back at him, and uh, I, I don't really know what the move was. It just like looks like a bunch of whips or tentacles or something that the Nomu hits him with. I think yeah. it's his arms, he like grows multiple arms. Jesus, this Nomu mm-hmm. really can do it all for real. I hate it. Yeah, it was did bad. he did the Nomu like take out his eye? Like, is, I, is his eye gone now? Like, they look gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't tell. It looked empty. Yeah, it was quite gross. Yeah. All right. So I'm so happy that you said that, Feds, because I took a nap yesterday. And when I woke up, <laughs> I had a text from Kelly that said, wow, that episode was amazing. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot to watch the episode. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I better not watch. Like, okay, don't reply. It's I better fine. not watch Twitter. I better not watch Twitter. I better not check out Twitter because I don't want to ruin anything. So I, within an hour, sat down and watched it. And I don't know if I was just like still waking up from my nap or what, dude. But like the first time I watched it, the whole eye getting ripped out did not register at all. I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> damn, that's a lot of blood for sure. Yeah. But when I watched it again before we started talking today, I was like, oh, my God, that motherfucker just lost an eye. Just watch this motherfucker yeah. losing an eye. <laughs> you guys were both a little unclear. I wasn't. I mean, 
it looked gone, but like it could just be like a really bad black eye, maybe. I don't know. And head wounds bleed a lot, so he could just have his eye closed the whole time because it's bleeding so much. I don't know. True. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if it was really gone. Why do you know so much uh, about head wounds and how much they bleed? Because I watch a lot of mo- like murder stuff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm as, being so honest. Yeah. About as good an answer as I could have expected yeah. from you. Yeah, um, murder documentaries like every day. <laughs> so it's right around this time where um, helicopters and uh, television crews start showing up to broadcast the fight, and obviously they show up in the nick of time to get uh, the footage of we think at least his eye getting ripped out, taken out, whatever it is. Um, of course, they have it on at the dorm. Shoto Todoroki is uh, partaking in some television time with his classmates. And uh, the local news breaks in just in time to show him some live footage of his dad getting borderline murdered by some insane mutant. Um, Just another day as a student in class 1A. Um, I do like that Aizawa runs in and, like, checks on him. That's cute. Yeah, Yeah. you know, being a teacher. No, not just being a teacher. Fucked out. It's like his dad. It's a school dad. Yeah. Aizawa's their school dad. (laughs) Now he's Eerie's dad. I agree dad. with that. Oh, he's definitely Eerie's dad now. So cute. From the uh, from the school festival episode the other day, uh, I found a gif in one of the fan groups of Eerie like retelling Deku about how she feels about the performance and like all the motions her arms do and Mirio mirroring them right behind her. Yep. <laughs> Save that gif immediately. Oh man, not even to send any. I mean, I sent it to Kelly real quick, but like. I just, it was cute. I just watch it on a loop sometimes, and I'm feeling a little blue the last day or two. <laughs> it's so adorable. Um, all right, so, yeah, news crews show up just in time to give to some PTSD to a young high school student uh, named Shoto Todoroki and uh, watching his dad get mutilated live on television. Um, at the same time, Natsu and Fuyumi, are they, like, in a, a limo driving away from the hospital? Taxi. Yeah, it looks like a taxi. What? All right. I couldn't... I don't know. It looked a little roomy to me, I guess. I, I don't know if taxis are different in Japan, but... Maybe it was an Uber. Maybe it was an SUV I was going to say, I think it's like a Lyft car. Someone was just like, I'll give you a Lyft. Maybe. I don't know why I got impressions of uh, great wealth and watching how they choose to uh, commute to and from the hospital. But um, They might have a um, driver. You know what I mean? They are definitely are wealthy. Uh, true. Yeah, yeah, because their dad's the number one hero, and a, presumably he must make ridiculous money because yeah. you know, approval rating is... So, I mean, even as a number two hero, he was probably still making pretty good money. Yeah, because basically yeah. So, you make money based off of how much crime you solve and all that stuff, crime you solve. Uraka, her whole goal for being a hero was to make money for her family. So mm-hmm. yeah. making when you're a hero, yeah. make money. It's kind of sad, huh? Yeah, let's, yeah. Not talk, let's not talk about. Uriaka. But it's her motivation. What? She so motivates her, man. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I just don't like to say that money is what motivates her, Raka. It's her, um, the love of her no, family. No, her, her no, family. Yeah, her family. Yeah, her love for her family yeah. is what motivates her. Obviously, yeah. she ain't no gold digger. Nah. I mean, yeah, unless... she's not looking for a she's not looking for a number one hero boyfriend. She's trying to do it herself. Are you she saying that she's not going to end up with Deku? <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. No. Uh, I don't know about that. That's not my ship, but that's personal. So it just seems too obvious, you know. It seems yeah, too I obvious to not, not do it. it. No, I don't like them together. What? Who's Deku gonna ship up in your brain, Kelly? Yeah. None of your business. Whoa! All right. Wow. <laughs> Didn't think it was that all personal. Right. Feds, what you got? Oh, Deku and Uraraka are going to be together, man. No way. Wow, Kelly. All right. What are you, like a dark horse Mei Hatsume kind of girl? You don't think Hatsume is like totally... Oh, my God. Did I nail it right off the bat? Well, no. She's like my second choice. But All right. So you give us the second choice. You may as well give us the first one. Yeah. Right? No, it's fine. If you say froppy, wow. so help me God. It is, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you don't think he's like totally I think that they're so cute and they work together so well when they like were in their fight and stuff and I they both know. wear green and have green, green hair 
purpose. And they'd yeah. have like green kids. Little, you know, frog all mites. Frog kids, yeah. Frog all mites. Frog mites. Oh, frog mites. Anyway, um, this ride home. I don't know. Thing. I think that they, I think they have better. I don't know. I don't like Uraka and him together. They push it too hard. I think. The girl literally throws up rainbows. <laughs> All right, whatever. This limo ride home. These rich boys and girl, rich boy and girl, Endeavor's kids. In my mind, it's not a taxi anymore. It's a limo. Okay. They're made aware of the situation. And Natsu's thing is, at least, you know, he's saying out loud, you can't be all might. Run away. Get out of there. You know that you can't stand up to this right now. You're not going to be able to overcome it like all might is. And the sister for Yumi says, yo, our dad's like the most stubborn piece of shit like in the world. Have <laughs> you met our dad? I know it's been like 10 years since you wanted to talk to him and all, but. He's the worst. He's so stubborn. And I don't know, I guess, again, something that to this point we found pretty reprehensible about him. They've kind of put it through the lens of, you know, this is how that um, annoying trait of his stubbornness can be viewed in a positive light of even though there's a good chance he could die in the midst of this battle. He's still going to prominence burn the hell out some Nomu ass. It's right around this point. The crowd present for the fight. They all just watch Endeavor's eye get ripped out, we think. Anyway. And they all start freaking out because there's no symbol of peace. There's no All Might showing up to save the day. Unrest. Panic. It's not a very good time. Yeah, even the reporter was like, "This is what it's like to have no symbol." I like that. The, I like that the reporter. It's got to be the same reporter. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but the the reporter's got to be the same one who covered the fight in Camino, right? Um, I'm assuming. But like she, she mentions like, "Oh no, I'm getting the same kind of vibes." Like she got some PTSD from that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do love that they brought back around for this two parter is that kid from the first episode that Endeavor tried to impress, who ends up being a huge Endeavor fanboy that we mentioned earlier. Yep. He's the kid who's like, fuck all you guys. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> you see that fire out there in the distance? That means he's still fighting. I don't know what are you guys are so upset about. It, it was a really heartwarming moment. Even in that moment, he's still kind of an annoying little asshole kid that I'd wish get hit by a car. But I'm wow. like, that's <laughs> was that too much? <laughs> I feel like quarantine is changing Kyle. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's making me so upset. I'm more bitter. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't seen nothing yet, dude. This is me in a good mood. You should have talked to me on fucking Thursday or Friday. Thursday. This is after he found that little airy gift. Imagine what he was like before he found that. That's a good point. Yeah. Can't even imagine. In all seriousness, dude, you guys should have. If you want to hear what I did on Thursday, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Jump. Uh, so at this point, Endeavor tries to, I don't know, I guess the idea is to like try to get the Nomu as far away from the city and the crowd as he can. And he tries to propel it like a distance. Um, and that's when he has the whole, let the heat propel my body thing. And he has that really badass line that he can take the heat right now because his body's in so much shock from all the pain that he just experienced again from losing his fucking eye. Um, that line made a lot more sense to me watching it the second time. I was like, oh, your body's in pain from what? All of the heat from getting that slash across your face that I didn't realize probably took your eye. But that line of he's basically impervious to the the heat for this point because he, again, he's going to have to get an eye patch. God, I hope he gets an eye patch. But how does he wear an eye patch? He's going to burn it up right away. Uh, yeah, his, his fire eyebrows are gonna burn it off, dude. He's gonna have to ask May Hatsume to like make some kind of fire retardant, <laughs> fire retardant uh, wow. eye patch. God, I can't wait to get out of my house. Maybe he can employ the help of the washing machine hero to make it wet Don't constantly. Even oh, Kelly is not a fan of the washing machine Freaking hero. Washing. Oh, I know. I listened. 
Kelly, how's the song go? Washa, 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 washa. Is that what you're talking about? That's exactly. Um, I actually right. did a little bit of research on him. He's actually pretty powerful. Is it a him no, or is it a her? Do, no, whatever right. it is. You can't do research on a fictional washing machine that only shows up one time ever. What do you mean? It's in the, it's in the manga. No, it is? Yeah. Okay, answer me this. Is the washing machine a person who had yes. like a... It is? No, so it's, just like a wa- no it's just a washing machine with googly eyes and arms and legs. That's all it is. It was like a washing machine that was experimented on, right? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Okay. Like, yeah. All right. Anyways. I was going to say, there's no way that there was like a little baby washing machine, grew up, teenager washing machine, hero washing machine. I fucking hate that washing machine. What did the washing machine ever do to you? Wash on, wash on, wash on. Wash on, wash on. I just hated it. I honestly had to pause the show because when I watched it the first time, that episode, I was like, what? You said so. All right, so this washing machine's pretty powerful. So, what are some of its stats? I want to know. Well, the, the quirk, it's quirk. Apparently, it can it's shoot quirk? a spike. It's a washing it's got machine a quirk. With a quirk. Yeah. It's a hero. Duh. Anyway, <laughs> it, can sh- it can shoot a Duh. spiral of water out of its washing machine top that apparently, apparently can lift multiple enemies into the air at once. So, it can. Neutralize enemies with its water quirk. It's not. It's an unnamed quirk because they haven't come up with a name for it yet. But that is it. I feel like I've learned something important about the washing machine hero here. And it's that. I mean, not only does it have a quirk and it was a human and all that fun stuff. But uh, Kelly really fucking hates that hero. Yeah, she's visibly upset right now. <laughs> I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's just a... It's just a really powerful washing machine. It can throw people in the air. It's totally fine. I'm fine. What are you talking about? I'm not upset. Totally fine. Wash a wash a wash a wash a wash a wash a. All right. So, wash a wash a wash a this. Uh, Endeavor is going to try to burn this Nomu from the mouth out. Yeah. He like tries to that's grab it, it inside like. the mouth because basically he rips oh. the head off. He's like, hey, if you lose your head, that's bad news bears for you. So I'm going to grab the inside of your mouth. And burn you from the inside out, and it doesn't doesn't work. What it looked like to me is like when he threw that punch that the gnome opened his mouth to like try to like bite his bite head him. off or something. Yeah, yeah. And then he said that thing about a wild animal. That's what made me think he yeah, bit he's it. Like you're acting like a wild animal now, like trying to bite me and shit. Hey man, wild animals talk all the time, and Disney movies. Yeah, and washing shit. machines can talk. So, I was thinking more specifically like Baloo in the Jungle Book, but yeah, I guess washing machines could be counted as a wild animal in some places. Like the garbage Where? lands. Sure. <laughs> the garbage lands. Oh my God, I gotta get out of my house, dude. Anyway, that doesn't work out. Can't burn it from the mouth out. You know you can walk outside during this, right? It's Shut not airborne. Shut the fuck up, feds. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. I Just went for a nice know. walk today. Yeah? Yeah. How'd it go? It was nice. I said I went for a nice walk. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, how'd it go? It's not like I, <laughs> I just walked. It's great. You could have just stopped birds. it with, it was nice. That was all. <laughs> it would have yep. been perfect, but you, you added nice. on. That was good. So once burning it from the inside mouth out doesn't work out. God, that was a tricky sentence. I kind of want to do it again, but I won't. Once that doesn't work out, his idea is to um, his idea is to get even further away, and by that he means straight up uh, into mm-hmm. the I don't know as high up as he can go into the atmosphere, so that way he can fully release all of his hellfire power and completely eviscerate this thing. So Hawks uses what he has left uh, a few of his feathers to help push him all the way up there he has this nice little i don't think he says it out loud anyway if he did he'd sound like a crazy person where he's like you're me from a past life but you're also me from the future and fuck me from both of those time periods also <laughs> fuck you a high and their stupid school motto it's really dumb but i'm about to use it plus ultra predominance burn and i was like 
Way to go, Endeavor. <laughs> and then he comes down and he has his little cool um, symbol of peace, all might moment, where mm-hmm. even though I'm pretty sure, again, that he just lost an eye uh, and almost overheated and died, he gets to raise his fist up to the public and say, just watch me. Yeah. Is that like his, I am here? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Not I that he said so. it, but. Eh. Yeah. But he thought it. it he definitely, I think he, I think he was thinking I'm here or it's my time. Yeah. Yeah. It's my time might be a, like Jeremiah said. It's my time. Um, Remember that song? Remember 2010? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good time. Um, So, all right. Endeavor, firmly solidified as a number one hero. Now he just had this yeah. big uh, show-stopping moment. Um, people um, have seen him operate in a moment of crisis and save the day. Doesn't look like there was any major major casualties. But again, I'm pretty sure he tore down like a big old building in the midst of it. Yeah. Well, it was already really severely damaged, right? From the Nomu. Mm. Yeah, that He'd Nomu already, does. already like, busted through it. That Nomu does kind of fuck it that just building started up. started sliding down. It was weird. Well, all in all, Endeavor, take you out of a nice uh, initial timeout for your hero. Um, I don't know, obviously not debut, but your first big crisis to manage uh, after All Might you know, is effectively retired. Um, so cool. I, I thought it was a nice little button up to um, this two-parter season wrap-up of season four. Yeah. Um, anything else before we move on to the preview? Yeah, I yeah. got a question. Okay. I and also have something to first, say. Kelly, Kelly go, go for it. Well, I just feel like Because I got a question glazed... for both of you. Oh, okay. So for me, I wanted to talk about, because I feel like we glazed over it, but Hawks, and Endeavor had some pretty cool teamwork, in my opinion. Did they, though? And I think so. I think Hawks was a decent supporter of him, in a way. He got all the people out of the way. Right word, support. Yep, you got support. all the He was a good supportive character. And then I liked this thing that Hawks said, because I kind of feel bad now that I shit all over him in the last episode. Um, yeah? Because I still think he's a shady motherfucker. But I liked that he said that his back isn't enough to make the people feel protected. I liked that line he said. He was like, my yeah. back is not enough. And I think it shows that, you know, he really does want Endeavor to be a great hero. And we get that flashback of him being like a, a fan from when he was a kid, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. So I think this episode for me made me feel better about Hawks in general. Feds? question to both of you is as Todoroki is watching his father get his ass handed to him by the snow moo on television he's act, uh, obviously visibly upset that his father's being taken out do you guys think that Todoroki from two or three years ago would even give a shit nope yeah, I don't think, I I think, think Todoroki like, from six you. months ago would have given a shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh they like show before, him they kind of made up kind of yeah, they have that little clip of him saying, like, you know, I want to be a hero that you're proud of. Right. And he's saying, like, I'm but watching. I'm saying, like, you know? yeah. yeah. I think that, yeah, but I think I'm that saying. past Todoroki would yeah. not have cared very much. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I think, too. He'd have been like. Wanted to hear you guys' opinion on that. He'd have been like, man, this breaking news report is uh, inconveniencing my program uh, scheduling. And they'd be like, dude, that's yeah, your dad. Like, Can I change the channel? Dude, your dad just got his <laughs> eye ripped out. And he'd be like, yeah, but it's 1130. I'm draining, so fuck off. The Price is Right is Yo, on. Yo, they're going to have matching scars. <laughs> the Price is Right is on. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I thought. They're going to have matching scars for their eyes. They're going to have matching scars on their eye. Yeah, their left Ooh. eyes. Um, that's maybe the another uh, symbolid, symbolism? Symboli- what's the symbiology? Symbology, symbology yeah. that's it. <laughs> What's the symbiology? <laughs> symbology. Um, that's another uh, example of like him, you know, properly paying penance for being a shitty person in the past. Is you know, mm-hmm. uh, the eye, um, eye for an eye, eye for an eye. I mean, it's not to say that he did it. I mean, but he drove his wife to do something crazy right. like that, you know, uh, to her own child. But yeah, exactly, eye for an eye, and just another example of uh, him. I guess trying to pay his penance to uh, his family in the past and 
trying to move on and become a better person that society needs. And he needs to be for himself because, man, him living with this, uh, you know, living in the shadow of all my and, you know, whole family hates him thing. Like, Endeavor's been pretty shitty to this point. He's got an opportunity to hopefully turn his turn his whole act around. Yep. Have you guys ever um, watched uh, do, 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 Avatar The Last Airbender? I have not. Here have and there. There's a character that has a scar on his eye like that, too. It's Prince Zuko. And he's also from the Fire Nation, so I oftentimes think that there's like a... I don't know. I, I'm always reminded of him with Todoroki. They've mm. got very similar scars. I like that his name is Zuko, because that makes for our second Grease reference of the episode. Yeah, his name is Zuko. Prince Zuko. Great show. You should watch it. Washa, washa, washa. <laughs> Zuko. Um... All right, so Endeavor, Hawks. I still don't, I don't know. Jury's out on Hawks then. We don't know yeah, if we I like mean, him I or not. We don't know if we trust him or not. He's a snake. Yeah, I still think he's a snake. But personally, I trust him. Damn. Yeah. Did you get a weird vibe from him in the last episode or no? No, nah, he was just acting like any normal 22 year old kid would have acted being that powerful. Exactly. Yeah, to me. And I forget he's so young. Twenty-two year old kids. I don't trust any of those motherfuckers. Never mind one that has like a bunch of success, money, and power. I definitely don't trust those. You know what I think of when I think of a twenty-two year old with success, money, and power? Martin Shkreli. That fucking piece of shit. That uh, kid who owns that goddamn Wu Tang yeah. album. That former yeah. bro piece of goddamn garbage. Who I'd like to kick him to the Grand Canyon. If the Grand ha- Canyon yeah. had teeth, it led to fucking hell. That's what it'd be appropriate. I'm pretty sure he would still die regardless of the Grand Canyon had teeth or not, Kyle. Yeah, but if the Grand Canyon, yeah, but if the Grand Canyon the Grand had teeth, Canyon? yeah, but if the Grand Canyon had teeth and he went to hell, then it'd be way cooler. I mean, he's going to hell regardless for what he did. So I mean, yeah, but let me kick him there. Okay. So we got the finishing song. Um, I gotta say, man, ending song for this season. Uh, or at least this arc or second half of the season, however you want to chunk it out. Um, this ending song is kind of unremarkable to me. Nah, I don't like it. I don't like that part of it either. It's not a bad song. I don't like the, an- I don't like the animated Deku flipping out those words yeah, it's weird I do hate that I'm like listen Deku I don't care if you got your fucking airpods in your ears or not I don't want to hear you or watch you lip syncing along to whatever's going on in your ears <laughs> why did I yeah it's not a bad song to me it's just a pretty bland song like it's pretty unremarkable one way or the other but kind of boom nailing it with that happy opening song though I love this fucking song happy times god knows I need it Conaboom is a good band man I listened to a few of their tunes on my super dope J-pop playlist or whatever it's called you can go check that out on Spotify we have a lot of Spotify listeners Um, if you need some quality J-pop music to jive with see what I did there J-pop jive double J's Alliteration. Alliteration. Yep. Check it out. <laughs> Super dope J-pop. Um, preview. All right. Preview for season five. Deku's asleep. He has a dream. He sees all of the previous holders of one for all. Mm-hmm. And then they're all like in a line. Are they like kneeling? It looked like, right? Or am I making that up? Uh, they, they were just there. It looked like they were just standing. Yeah. And they're looking at uh two men, uh one in a suit, um holding another dude on his knees by the face on the ground. Um that's got to be all for one and his brother, right? Mhm. Yeah. I think so. That's Uh Deku's got like this weird assumption. Deku's got like this weird um like I don't a know like smoke. It's, weird it's almost like he, you can only see from his nose up so like he can't he doesn't have a mouth obviously but uh he can't communicate he can't like reach out to help anybody he's like a shadow basically yeah um thinking about maybe it, that's go for it to me it signifies like the poor the amount of one for all that he can actually you know withstand like because part of only his see 20 percent of his body because he can only withstand 20 percent of the power 
part of his hand is sticking out. So you can see, and it's his damaged hand that he uses a lot. So it's like his whole body is all smoky, except for his, yeah, up above his mouth and then part of his hand. Because the hand does reach out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it reaches out to the person whose face is getting, the, like, it's, it's his brother, right? Like, this, I said earlier in the episode, I, this episode is maybe want to go back and watch a few strings of episodes. I want to go back and rewatch the episode where this whole story of the two brothers and how the quirks started. I want to rewatch those um, and try to get a little bit more insight. And it's not, not insight. I mean, I just haven't watched it in a while really is is what it boils down to. Um, But it's very evident to me that it's all for one and his brother. Um, But his brother is the one who reaches out to Deku and Deku's like partial hand or whatever. And he says, you're the ninth. Oh, so you're the ninth holder. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, did they like shake hands? Is that what it was? Did they uh, touch hands? hands like they like in they like held hands almost, but not quite. Right. Yeah. They they like almost they almost like interjoined hands, but then Deku woke up in a cold sweat. Yeah. Um. And as Deku wakes up, uh, something breaks or uh, thwips through his window. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, and you can see his hand is like he like activated his power somehow while he was asleep. So maybe it was just like the sheer force of one for all breaking the window. Ooh. All right. That's what I thought too. Like a power surge. Is that what you yeah. guys thought? That's what yeah. I thought. Maybe he finger banged the window. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds dangerous. <laughs> um. All right. That's a good hypothesis. Um. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting the way that he had this weird ass dream and, uh, you know, some whips through the window. So um, we shall see what happens in season five again as we stick. I don't know if we talked about it on the Patreon cut. I think we might have done it on the Patreon cut. But uh, if you want to hear that, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. We're not sure when season five is going to premiere. We know that it's been announced for sure. Uh, there was no date attached to it. So the tricky thing about trying to figure it out is a couple of things. Um, season four was slated to start in April of 2019. It got delayed for six months and started in October of 2019. The thought process is, or word on the street is, having done Heroes Rising, or two Heroes, right? No, Heroes Rising, yeah. Heroes Rising. It's this, oh, right, right. Why put heroes in both titles of both movies that are for my hero academic? Like, two, the word, no. All right, just fuck. All right, whatever. It's a hero show, bro. I get it. For Heroes <laughs> Rising, um, the idea is for season four because they had to allocate additional animators to Heroes Rising and they really wanted to take their time and get the overhaul arc right. They delayed it for six months and moved it to October. So it went from October until April. Um end of March is really what it should have been, but we were delayed one week due to, I think, a fucking soccer game or something. I don't know. Who cares? Or a marathon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, good call, Feds. A marathon. Um, So we got delayed by one week. So here we are in the beginning of April wondering when season five, even though it's been confirmed when it's going to premiere, um, does it premiere in October and follow last year's schedule, October to April? Um, Word on the street is they're going to try to do a movie – every year for the foreseeable future Ugh. i don't know how well, official that is that. but i mean i'm not mad i'm glad i do that... and i don't all right well, feds how do you feel about it you go because i've talked about it before go i i like it because you know the movie both movies have been pretty good i mean for all intents and purposes but i mean i think it's away from the quality of the show because they're not able to budget the money properly between the movie and the show exactly and so that, I feel like the animation and the show takes a hit. Exactly. Uh, and not only a hit from a quality perspective, but also a hit from a timing perspective. In, in the case of season four, we don't know that it'll be the case in season um, five. Because, again, we don't know when it's going to premiere. But it could be in October, in which case we're only waiting six months. And that's a great set of circumstances. Uh, let's hope that when season five premieres, it's like... Never mind. I was about to like try to tie it into how long coronavirus could last, but I don't want to fucking think about that right now. So never mind. <sighs> Let's hope when season five does premiere, 
Um, it's sooner rather than later. Um, if it doesn't premiere in October, you'd have to assume that it would go then in the springtime slot and go from April to October again, like it has done in its previous years, seasons one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Um, so jury's out. Um, they did print out the the print promotional material uh, and announced that season five is confirmed and it's coming, but there was no date attached to it. Um, yeah, they even had at the end of the preview too. Yeah, like, to, to be, be continued, continued in season five. five. Um, they did put out some um, print thing. I think I retweeted it the other day. If you want to go check it out on Twitter at DB Super Dope One, um, go see all of that fun stuff. Um, do you guys have any like hopes or suspicions of where season five is going to go? Uh, Kelly, I'll start with you. Well, actually, no, I'll start with Feds because Kelly knows more than. She should know for a question like that. I wouldn't mention Honestly, any of the things I'm not supposed to know. Exactly, but you'd accidentally probably interlace some of it without really realizing it. So, Feds, I want to start with you. Um, so I feel I hope like we see more of De- Deku developing uh, his power for one for all, like him being, him being able to control more of it. That's that's my biggest hope is to see him progress the story. Maybe even like a small, a minor time jump a la dragon ball like three years or something like that like going dude no a three seniors. year three year jump you are definitely year, have your brain two year jump yeah no your brain's yeah, living no, in dragon ball, dragon ball if you do it. a two-year jump in my hero academia it's not called my hero academia anymore because they're out of fucking high school all right no you're thinking like a two week two month they've done like summer break quote unquote time jumps but like the time jumps have been sort of nondescript number of months like it could be anywhere from like two to six two to four two to three months like they're never gonna have a few year time jump otherwise deku the next season deku will be a fucking intern trying to get his uh student teaching hours at ua high <laughs> under aizawa a fucking short-haired pissed yeah, off aizawa who met a lady who made him get a haircut and give up his stupid scarves anyway <laughs> what else you got on the horizon for your fucking fanfic feds so many F's in that sentence. Fuck it. That's a lot of oh, another F, huh? <laughs> Throw it on top. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I hope we find out a lot more about the uh, all for one. Like we all we know is that he's still captive in that prison, and basically, what what is he cooking up? And what that tease up on the with Ragdoll last episode, I think. Yeah. I think there's a good yeah. possibility we'll have something with uh with that happen in season five for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. Kelly, what you got? Um, well, so there are some things I'm excited for coming up that you're quite right. I shouldn't know because I I am crazy for spoilers. I look up a lot of stuff on the internet. Um, Get a life. I might start reading the manga honestly because I don't have anything to do. Me too. But um. Something that I'm kind of excited about for this next season that I don't really think is a spoiler because it's in the movie, sort of. Can I talk about stuff that was from in the movie? Yeah. yeah. No? Yeah, your podcast. If you haven't seen the movie, fucking yeah. spoilers ahead. Fucking hit pause. Uh, at one point, Nine says, like, is this another guy with multiple quirks? So I'm curious about that. If, if that is something that's actually going to come up in the show. Especially because when you see... The people in this little preview, when you see all the predecessors, we know for a fact that All Might didn't have a quirk, right? But the other people did, at least from in the preview, it looks like they have powers. One of them's all pink, right? One of them's like all glowy and yellow. So I'm curious to see if we learn more about those people and if those powers do pass on or if it's just like a super strength type thing that passes on. You know what I mean? That's what I'm curious about. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't want to hypothesize too much cause I'm worried I'll give away things. So I don't want to do that, but I'm also, I really, really, really hope that, um, Mirio gets his powers. Oh, me too. With- yeah. With Aerie staying there with them, I hope that maybe she can work on some so, control. In the hero world, elementary school and middle school are pretty much like regular school that we go to. And then yeah. high school is like hero, superpower specific kind of stuff. My question, the reason I ask that is because do we see Eerie go to some kind of school 
for um, next season where she's going to be able to probably not. It's going to be like independent training with the heroes in the school to hopefully be able to. Yeah. Because they do make so, a mention like of of her he, of her horn starting to grow again or starting to swell a little bit or whatever. So mm-hmm. they kind of put like start the timer on the next time um, that she's unable to control that or whatever. Unless, you know, in the interim, she's able to develop the control over it, which is probably isn't a given. So mm. um, I don't know. I want to see more eerie progressive next year. All right. Because I saw her smile. Yeah. I saw her be happy like a normal little kid. Now I want to see her start to build her skill set and figure out whatever she's going to be because I saw a few people in some of the fan groups suggest like, oh, maybe she'll be the one to take the power over from Deku. And um, that was a weird sound. But yeah, maybe. But also maybe that's not the path. Maybe she doesn't want to go and be a hero. But whatever her path does ultimately end up being, I don't think that she's a character that we're just going to cast aside or into the background. At least I hope. She's not a character we cast aside and into the background for the rest of the series after this. Uh, I hope she continues to remain a central figure. Um, but what does her path start to shape up or start to look like uh, next year? Um, is it still like I'm a little kid too early to decide or does she decide like she wants to go down the hero track or is there another track out there for her to be able to explore given the you know, immense nature of her power? Maybe she's like recovery girl on steroids. You know what I mean? I have Maybe. another question. Sure. So do you think that um, Aizawa is going to be their teacher, like stick with his homeroom through each year? Or do you think each year they get a new teacher? That is a good question. I would be inclined to think the first one. Otherwise, what's the importance of the, of the, like the, such a strong relationship in that first year, if you're just going to get a new class. Yeah. I would think so. Basically, you'd be like the third year teachers. When all the third years graduate, they would go back down to yeah the first year. Yeah, that's what I would think, yeah. and that's how I had it in high mm-hmm. school too. Um, not from my sophomore year on, it was like that, and I had fucking Chuck Waddell as my homeroom teacher for three years my sophomore <laughs> junior and w- it was a blessing and a curse like the only reason I didn't the only reason I graduated and it didn't get like sent to truancy court is because. You know, he wasn't very good at taking attendance. <laughs> we'll keep it at that. No but, way. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like I just show up in the morning and be like, what's up? I'm here. And then leave. <laughs> I was not a very good high school student. Um, yeah, I think that it's like that. I think Aizawa will be with them for the duration of their high school careers. At least I hope so. Cool. But more to come in My Hero Academia Season 5. Um, anything else before we close out Season 4 here? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll I revisit. Um, I think for the month of April, I wanted, and by that I mean we're in April now, but in a few weeks, I would like to do a My Hero Academia uh, pod about a certain student to celebrate a certain day. And uh, I'll talk more with you guys about it offline. If you want to know more about it, patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Superdip. Go check that out. Um, in the interim, we got to find some other things to pod about. I think me and Feds have got Supida Man starting up. Me, you, Spider-Man's going to be fun, dude. Spider-Man's going to be like yeah. Feds. Mike Norm has got a microphone go on his on the way to his house right now. It's awesome. Brandon's down to do great. it. Like it's going to be like a a true like ma- I think Minnie Van Dan will be down. Minnie Van Dan is really mad at me right now cuz I haven't <sighs> had him on a video chat since we've been in lockdown. Dan, if you're hearing this, I love you. Don't be mad at me. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Stop being butthurt. Okay, bud? We'll get you on the pod soon. But Spider-Man's coming. I think Kelly and me are going to start doing some gib, jib, gib, gib. It's gib, Blair. Only if you want to. You're the one who owns the movies. I don't care. Do you not have access to them? We can find you access to the movies. Well, I don't own any of them, and I don't own a DVD player, so I wouldn't be able to watch them anywho. Oh, you and know they're what, not though? on. They're not on anything. They're not <laughs> on I've Kiss seen Anime. A lot of them. They're not on what? They're probably on Kiss Anime, but. Oh yeah, yeah. I could probably watch them online somewhere. But yeah. you could watch them online with me through, I don't know, maybe not Twitch, but this live streaming setup. I'm trying to get a goddamn handle on. Like, I don't know, guys. It's like seventy thirty shot. Thirty percent of the time, I get the sound from whatever respective game system I'm trying to use to actually broadcast. The other seventy percent of the time I can't, and I'm not I'm not really sure why. 
in either case, what makes it work or doesn't. It's very, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. So still working on the Twitch stuff. If you want to go check it out, twitch.tv slash super dope podcasts, I believe is what it is. So check that out. I think I might try to log on tonight and go play some super Star Wars on a Sunday because S is an alliteration big. This has been an alliterative, alliterative episode. Um, but yeah, lots of things, lots of different things coming in April. Uh, we got a nice interview with one of my favorite Dragon Ball content creators coming up in the next, hopefully, few weeks. Um, more to come on that. No, no formal announcement. I don't want to put a name to it. I think I already put it on the Patreon though. So again, if you want to go check that out there, um, if you got to the end of year, applause for you. Um, your threshold for bullshit is quite high, and I applaud you again. Rate and subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, all the places where the podcasts live, at DB Superdope one on Twitter, at DB Superdope on Instagram, no Facebook, because that's for Nazis and old people, right? Nazis and old people. Yeah, sure. And that's the end of uh, our podcast episode. Gonna raise my hand with the peace sign. Season four is done forever. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do.